There is more to me, Queen Eliara of Elfgard, than my elven magic. Just as there's more to Geico than saving you money, Geico also gives you 24-7 access to licensed agents online, on the phone, or on the Geico app. And while I am a mighty elf queen, I am also a mighty big fan of barbecue potato chips. Minions? More smoky mesquite. Geico. Expect great savings and a whole lot more. We went on It's a Small World. All of those little figurines dressed in the like authentic yes. costumes. Yep. All of those memories, and mm-hmm. I started having a panic attack. <laughs> like, like sweats. Please don't get off the ride. We're experiencing difficulty. We apologize for the delay. One of our riders, you expect it to be One like of a our- three-year-old. <laughs> One of our writers is having a panic attack. (laughs) Sir, everything's gonna be okay. We're gonna throw you a tube. We need you to jump off the boat. You gotta get off the boat, pal. It's the only way to get off. Hey, this is Jim Brewer, and this week on the Metal in Me podcast, I have my dreams analyzed by Amy the Shrink and special guest Todd LaTorre, the new singer for Queensryche, as we try to hokey his lyrics. Enjoy. <laughs> I only remember one distinctive, frightening dream. I feel like I was five, six years old, and I was watching two people just nonchalantly putting my father's corpse into a fireplace, like just getting ready to burn him, like it was nothing. And that shit shook my world. I always, I never dreamt of it again, but I was like, what the what was that like the flames and i was just watching in horror and i i remember i think i remember talking to my mother and she was like i don't know but i'm gonna have a gin and tonic that was horrifying (laughs) (laughs) so so tell me a little bit about jim at five six years old i was fat okay i was 85 pounds i had to go to the nurse Who's at home with you? Who's who, mom, dad? My mom, dad. I think my um, my s- sister, who's like a hippie, full blown hippie. <laughs> at five, six years old, your sister's a hippie. Yeah. Okay. Nose is pierced, afro. <laughs> she ran away for a while, came back. Afro. Like, Where, where'd you come from? Um. Uh, we lived. We lived on top of the Ling's house. The Chinese people downstairs, the Ling's. We lived upstairs. Shit would smell like rice every Thursday night. <laughs> My father like, what the hell are they cooking? God damn it! What are you cooking down there? Bong ding, bong bing, bong bing, bong bing, bing. This kid ate seven slices of pizza. I did not. <laughs> um, did 
you have a best friend at age five, six? A what? A best friend, a best buddy. Oh, yeah, a couple. Oh, okay. I had a couple. <clears throat> um, Did you have a fireplace in your house? No. Oh. <laughs> no, no fireplace in my Place house. The whole thing over. Oh, you know what? I feel. You know what? I think it was at my. It, it was like my sister's fireplace in her basement. She had a basement that was a little. Not that it was spooky. It was just dark and wood, and there were certain areas that would freak us out. And she had a fireplace, and and I, now now to think about it, I think the fireplace was her was her basement setting. Okay. But I was more freaked out. It was my dad. Like, why are they why are they throwing my dad in the incinerator? It freaked me out, and he was yeah. dead. So you sound freaked out, confused. Any ideas about who these two people are? No. Are I, they adults, kids? Adults. Adults. Okay, so... <clears throat> Had you ever been to a funeral before this? No. Had anyone in your family died? No. Important? No. Have you ever seen a movie with death in it? I don't... Have you ever heard the word death? <laughs> 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 That's why you have this dream. I don't... I don't... <laughs> I don't think so. One way to do this is a different way than the way that I did with Alex. And it's that in the... I can tell you this. I never freaked out on It's a Small World. (laughs) 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 I'm not doing it. My father was thrown in the generator. I'm not doing it. (laughs) I mean... One way to do this is like a gestalt way where every part of the dream is a part of you. Yeah. So I I don't know that that makes a ton of sense off the top, but just kind of go with it for a second. Sure. So like, and I can tell you this. I don't know if it means anything. When my father died, <laughs> I had him, I had him, uh, you know, burned. Cremated. Him, cremated. Uh-huh. And I was at the funeral parlor and I went, I know this is an odd question. But how do you do the cremating? And they're like, well, it's kind of like a big... And I went, could I go and just just, just watch? Because I wanted to see if that was my dream. Hmm. And I saw the future. In advance. Because I never thought of that's how someone... That's how they... I never thought of cremation. I, I just... That was like... I don't know. I, I, don't, I don't know what I thought of death. <clears throat> but this happened two years ago where I literally asked the funeral directors, like, can I go watch? And they're like, uh, yeah, we've never had that request. But if you want to, I'm like, yeah, I think I want to. And I didn't end up going because I was just like, no, what, who gives a shit? Let's say it was like, who, you know, at the end of the day. So what? Mm-hmm. Uh, but if you did and that's and you saw it, wouldn't you? have an understanding of what dreams are like you oh no because i oh wait a minute i got a bigger one i forgot my other one another dream yeah all right well before we move to the next dream what part of you watches like so picture yourself now at five six years old you're curious I yeah, imagine. yeah like so you're watching everything yeah so, so talk to me about that 
Go, like, try to remember five, six-year-old Jim watching. What is that about? Watching? Yeah, anything that comes up with watching. Uh, don't think too hard about it. Yeah, if you Just think like, too hard, you're not going to do the right thing. I don't, I don't know. Like, I, I studied people, I guess. I was a mimic. So, uh, Even I remember... that young. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. I would... Um, my dad worked... I remember he worked in a bar mm-hmm. on the weekends. I would go there, and I knew every Met player. Because wow. I'd buy their cards, and he'd be like, Go ahead, ask him anything about the Met. Nobody will tell you the stats and everything. I'm like, um, so I remember being in there. I remember um, all the characters in there. I remember... Um, <clears throat> I just remember a lot of. Remember my household was like a little. A lot of yelling. Mom's a yeller. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I don't. I don't. Um... But you were a watcher. You you took things in. Good yeah, and, and then I and then I good and bad, and I imitate it all. Mm-hmm. I can imitate. That's how I, I would end up imitating everything. Okay. And I still do. Yeah. What what part of life back then was nonchalant, or what part of you back then? That's like you know to think about two people caring about, but, but use this word nonchalant. Like that's ah, wrong. I'm just carrying a dead body. Like what was that? The yelling? Oh, nothing's wrong. This is just how we do. Or like is nonchalant mm. something else? Uh, I guess all of it. I don't know. I guess uh. There's a lot of tension, probably. There's a lot of tension between my sister and my mother. Uh, I don't don't know. um, I don't know. I don't know how to. I don't know. But then maybe it wasn't. You're only five, six years old. Maybe it felt nonchalant to you that. Everything was nonchalant. Then you just got, eh, this is what happens. That's what just, happens. You just watch it and you're like, okay, that's what happens. Get drunk and fall downstairs. That's what happens. <laughs> Get arrested on the weekends. So what What happened? What happened in this? What, what you go to the next neighborhood and create race riots and things happen. <laughs> What's the big deal? It's a big deal. They told me what to do in the news. Jesus Christ, Amy, get to the point. <laughs> All right, so you got me. I don't like the Chinaman. That's right, I said it. Bang, 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 bang. That's why I did that. <laughs> I like your food, though. I really enjoy it. Um. So let's say, let's say in this in this dream, you are also these two people that are carrying your dad. Okay. So don't think of it concretely, like you physically carrying your dad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like. What ways, as a boy, were you carrying your dad? Um, I think... Now, I can only relate to as he got older. Okay. Like, I'm not sure out of five. As he got older, I could say I didn't like the way he was badgered by my, wa- by my wife, by my mom. Mm-hmm. That really bothered Freudian me. slip right she would there. Call some- <laughs> <laughs> Fraudulent slip. That's what it is. He's a fraud. It's all a fraud. It doesn't even exist. There was no dream. It's a stupid bit. That slip is going to come very important, but keep going. Um, <laughs> um, so, 
she would often um, just, you know, call him stupid, miss, and put him down, all that shit. And he would just sit there and just, ah, you know, why don't you be quiet? Why don't you he wouldn't really, he wouldn't attack her back whatsoever. So would you have to make him feel good then? Yeah, do you have to carry him with your humor or uh-huh. entertaining him to bring him back? No. No? No. Not at all. Although, like, I I loved what he did. Like, I remember being a little kid playing. I would, I would, um, I loved what they both did. My mom worked uh, airlines and he was a garbage man. So I would take little pieces of garbage around the whole house with a garbage truck and go around the whole house <laughs> for like an hour, hour and a half, two hours and do the whole thing and then drive to the dump and dump it all off. And so I don't, uh, I mean, that's the only thing I can, but you, but you said about the the Mets. He was showing you off because you knew all the stats. You yeah, knew yeah, yeah. The cards. Yeah. So could that be part of you carrying him? You're mm. you're you're proud. He's to... showing. You're his show and tell. He's, right. You're... He's showing you off yeah, to yeah. his friends. Yeah, yeah. If you don't live up to him, he can't show you off. And 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 it's reciprocated. You also want to be like him and you mimic you know with the little pieces and do the garbage truck around the house this is where the slip comes in for me so anyone here know the oedipus complex yes Mm -hmm. go alex so oedipus uh so there's a king there's a prophecy where um is he is he a man of color? No. <laughs> then continue your story because I'm going to cut you off right now. Alex is also a literature major. <laughs> He's Greek. Okay. All right, so all right. at a, uh, there's a king in Greece. There's Didn't a Bob prophecy. Marley sing this song? Yeah. But this movement but Jamets people. All right, go ahead. So uh, the prophecy is the king's son will kill him. So um, his wife has a baby. She banishes the son, takes the son, and banishes him to another island where the somebody else raises him. He comes back, becomes very powerful, ends up um, falling in love with his mother. The mother doesn't know that it's his son. They end up falling in love, and he kills the father to complete the prophecy. Ugh. Oedipus. So you the hell's yeah. I got to do with the Mets and a garbage truck? Because what you did in this dream yeah. is so edible in the sense that so around the age of five or six, boys start to move away from mommy. This right. is like a developmental phase for for every child, and, right. and so boys will not move away from mommy, but they'll become more interested in daddy. They 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 start to identify themselves as male. They understand what. Start to understand what being a boy. I knew when I was a male <laughs> when I would watch the Magic Garden <laughs> and the brown hair one with the bigger hits would make my belly feel funny. <laughs> and I would rub against the bed. I didn't know what was going on. <laughs> She'd go to the giggle patch. The kitchen, and oh my god, did I feel good? And I had no clue what was going on. <laughs> And it was the one with the big hips. That's all I remember. <laughs> and I was always attracted to big hips for like until I was 13. No clothes going on. 
<laughs> so all right, go ahead. So five years, six years old, that's exactly when that was. So so at that time in your life, what unconsciously is going on and why that shows up in your dream is that Also the hippo in <laughs> I don't know why a hippo made me nuts. I'll tell you why, because I had a hippo. babysitter that was really heavy. Maybe <laughs> she was like my nanny and I loved her to death. But there was some show and it had a hippo on it. George and, and Martha? It wasn't a cartoon. I'll find it. There are guys in suits. Yes. Yep, I know the exact. And the I'm freaking hippo it. made me horny. <laughs> 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 and I didn't want to tell anyone. Like, oh man, that hippo started me nuts. <laughs> I had a very eclectic group that made me horny. I had the big hip uh, lady on Magic Garden. And the hippo. And the hippo. And the hippo had big pink lips and a bow tie. I couldn't wait for it to turn like around a frog so I could with see a its turtleneck and a yeah, nose. yeah. And I couldn't wait to see its little squiggly tail. It had like a little tail and I'd stare at its ass. <laughs> oh man, I haven't been open like this. I don't think ever... <laughs> Jim doesn't think he can be hypnotized, huh? <laughs> this sucks. So now a record's gonna come out. I'm gonna hope they're into the songs and people are gonna show up pictures of hippo. <laughs> Yeah, other people are like, what's it mean? You gotta listen to podcast. You gotta listen to shit brown haired chicks with big hits. Like, Hi, Jim. I know you're married, but I got a joke for you. Oh, you dirty animal. <laughs> I don't even want to ask if that woman on the cruise walking around in the song turned you on because she was. What? Oh, God, no. <laughs> oh, that was horrible. That was horrible. I didn't eat for two days. Oh. <laughs> no, that was the ugliest cruise I've ever seen. I've never seen so many ugly people gathered in one place. We were like drop-dead models on that thing. Even my belly hanging over my belt. Like, yeah, you see this? It's a motorboat. <laughs> All right. All right, well, Jim, you successfully deflected us from your Oedipus complex. So back to... <laughs> <laughs> so back to your slip that okay. your mom is your wife. So <laughs> Exactly. That's, that's what this dream was about. This was you as a five, six-year-old boy unconsciously wanting to kill off your dad to marry your mom. Wow. Hmm. That's so on the money. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that's so unfunny. I guess I can buy. I don't know. I guess I can buy that. But it doesn't. It just means at that point, that's where he was. At that right? point, yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's so unconscious, and and you see it in all these like common benign ways, right? That that you know, little boys go, "Mommy, will you marry me?" And mommy's have to say, "Well, no, I'm already married to daddy." And well, that makes. I can see that because I would make her at that. That's interesting because I just found a little Valentine's thing when I was like six years old that I made her and it was such fine detail. I would always paint her stuff and all that jazz. You were probably guilty for killing off dad. Probably. 
<laughs> like a male lion. <laughs> Is this your pride? <laughs> These your kids? You better start running, hot shot. <laughs> I do like how, though, you burned them in your sister's basement. It's so sibling. You're like, well, she did it, obviously. Uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. Last I tried to pawn off on her. I don't know what happened. I just um, found his shoes. He's <laughs> <laughs> all that's left. The rest is ashes. I don't even know anything to do with this. The crazy bitch upstairs is the one who lives here. <laughs> <laughs> what are the names? Jings? Huh? What is the, the people the you lived above? The Lings? The Lings. The Lings. Bong, bing, bong, bing, bong, bing, bong, bing, bong, bing. So it's the Gong. Rings. <laughs> <laughs> the Rings. Gong. <laughs> Great, now the Asians are mad at me. <laughs> Jim, what are, what are we thinking about this, this dream analysis? Does it feel like it fits? Or I, I guess so. You know, it's hard to figure out because it was so long ago. And um, it, to wrap. Isn't to, it hard to judge yourself? Yeah, to, how you thought at age five, like totally. what you were going through? Yeah, and to wrap my head around that age is it's just hard to. Like, I don't remember anything traumatic or... Well, that's why when you do... I was happy. When you do dream analysis or if you, you do it yourself, like, getting yourself into the open space, because it's all unconscious. It's not, like, right. how you consciously think. So when you do a slip, like, what you do after you tell the dream... So what's a slip? I married my mother? No, when not you say, uh, my wife, I mean, my mom... You know, right. when I go to talk, when you yeah. slip, when you accidentally say your wife instead of your mom when right. you're talking. That's because the five-year-old you was confused. Is that my mommy? Can I make her my wife? Like, it's a very common um, boyhood thing. Like, you, you, you want to, like, and Mike knows about this because he competes. You know, the, the, <laughs> the lesser version of killing your dad off is you compete with your dad. Right? I mean, it's it's like a common thing between kids and parents. You kind of like, you, you want their approval, but you also compete with them in some way. And so I think, you know, the the, the way Freud talked about it is, is <laughs> the Oedipus complex. I want to talk about the hippo. <laughs> <laughs> I want to bang that hippo. <laughs> So All right, I get it. Hippo's way more interesting. Jim, what? Was the dream what? That you, didn't you say you had another dream? Yeah. Oh, this one's heavier. Is this recent? More recently? Way more recently. This one I can get right. Okay. So, um, my oldest brother, who's like 20-something years older, three kids, all that jazz. Very, he's the successful one. He's the one, like, my mom always, like, make sure Eddie, make sure you talk to Eddie. She would rely on him almost like a father figure, okay? <clears throat> to the point where when I first was doing, when I moved back to New York to try to get on TV and stand up, and she was always like, make sure you call Eddie, make sure you call Eddie. All right, all right. so when Eddie came to see me, and he was always very business attire. Um, and he was all about business size. Like, what's this? He didn't get my comedy thing at all. <laughs> He's like, why don't you join the uh, National uh, Guard? <laughs> I'm, I'm, not, I'm not joining the National That's Guard. Terrible. He's like, okay, you know, they have comedy there. I'm like, no, no, no. 
<laughs> so, <laughs> so, um, oh, so he comes to see me at a comedy club, and oh my god, it's it was like it was danger fields at like eleven forty five at night. There was three people in the audience. It was a disaster. He's like, you know, your material, you know, like the guy before you just really, you know, he had interesting. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Oh, mm. right, right, right. So, yeah. like, but I was like, listen. He loved it too, right? Did your oh brother love yeah. it? Yeah. Absolutely. So <gasps> glad he came He was that imitating night. him and everything. Yeah. But he was so glad he came that night when it wasn't a success for you. Well, I don't know about that, but he, I think it was more, it could have been. I didn't take it as that. I just took it as like, listen, I know what you saw, but you're not you're not seeing the whole picture. I'm gonna be something eventually, so you don't need to worry. But he's like, no, you should. Know. What about making a magazine? He was always trying to figure out something. Mm-hmm. And I feel that pressure came from my mom. Anyway, so I end up getting a TV show, and the night I heard about the TV show. <clears throat> I'm in a city and I can't. Uh, the only person I wanted to tell was Eddie. That's mm. all I wanted to tell. I didn't want to call my mother. I didn't want to tell my now wife. I, I went to her, her place, but I even I just couldn't wait to get home and call him. So I came home. I went. I, I went to Dee's apartment. Went there. Went upstairs. It was it was like one a little after one in the morning. I started dialing the phone. Mm-hmm. And she hung it up. She woke up. I didn't know. I didn't know she woke up. And I'm like, "What are you doing?" She goes, "Who are you calling?" So I'm calling Eddie. I got the show. She goes, "Oh, that's great." Call him in the morning. I went, "No, you no. I got to tell him right, right now. Now mm-hmm. I'm on television." And she goes, "No, Jim. He's got three kids. He's got to get up at five thirty in the morning. Don't you wake. You you're being selfish. Call him." Don't wake him up now. Just, the TV's not going away. And so we're going back now. I'm like, you know what? It's my bro- I know the call him. It's not like I just got a gig. I'm on television. <laughs> I'm on television. <laughs> I need to tell him. So I'm like, all right. Uh, she goes, you have to get up at 530 in the morning. I'll wake you up and you call him. I said, fine. He died that night just after 1 a.m. <sighs> right. Oh. Right. So. I get the call in the morning. That's how I woke up. Pick up the phone. Pick up the phone. What happened? Eddie died. Okay. Now, the day they they oh, it was horrible. It was the it was the worst. It was the first time ever. Oh. <laughs> Dave's like Dave's got a face like. I hope he doesn't have a joke coming. <laughs> I'm not sure if there's a hippo horny joke coming or <laughs> no, no. I'm dead serious. So it's just, it's a bad scene. None of us have. He's he's the the hierarchy of the family. Mm-hmm. It's uh, he's the only one super successful. The three kids are just it. It was bad. Mm-hmm. So um, I think it was the day of his. Funeral, and I'm at my sister's house. Same one, the basement. Same one where I knocked off my father. <laughs> Same place where I slayed him and took over the pride. I'll be taking mom from here on in. <laughs> um, and I fell. As- I was during the day, and I. I fell asleep. I was so exhausted. 
Mm-hmm. I fell asleep on her bed. Right, it was during the day, mm-hmm. and when I went to sleep, it was so vivid. To this day, I know people say it's a dream. I have, I can honestly say I don't know if it's a dream. Mm-hmm. It was. He came to me. He was completely clear. He was in front of. Um, he was in front of these bushes, like these really tall bushes. It was bright. It was a great feeling. Um, he was wearing what I would see him be wearing, and he had his khakis on, and like his uh, red tie, and the shirt he always wore, and his glasses, and he's all well-groomed, and he goes, um, and we started talking, but telecommunicating. We weren't speaking, Mm -hmm. but we were speaking the way you sound it now, but neither one of us would, and I, I was like, probably from probably 10 feet away mm-hmm. and that's and 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 he said um he said uh don't hey don't worry about me uh i need you to check in on the kids once in a while check on the boys and then just for a split second he hesitated and he i can tell there was turmoil but i couldn't figure out what it was and he said just they'll be okay just check on them once in a while check in on him once in a while I went okay 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 and he goes uh, don't worry about mom she's got you and she, she she's gonna be fine I went okay okay and then I and then he goes and then he had to go and I went wait 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 what about you what 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 about you are you right and he went oh my god I'm super I'm super and then he giggled <laughs> the way he would giggle and it was just over and I quickly woke up I was holy shit and I didn't even know, I, I went and told my sister, but I thought they would think I was all freaks, and it was just a dream. I'm like, no, he he just talked to me. Mm-hmm. It was, and I was completely blown away by that. So I don't know. I don't, I, Jim, I don't want to analyze that dream. I think, I, you know, the more people I talk to that have experiences after they lose someone. But a lot of people, like... they. I think it could be a real Yeah, exchange. I was going to say that. I bet you that, that might not be a dream. No. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I That's like some other... Well, that's another thing. Like, people could say it's a dream. It's what you wanted to hear, what you... Uh, the questions you had in your head. Mm-hmm. And... But... But you've had dreams your whole life, and you know the difference between a yeah, dream that's, and that. I mean, that. the colors and mm. the vividness and the conversation, and it was so short. I was completely blown out of my mind. And to this day, I'm like, ah, you, you can say it's a dream. I know what the fuck. I I know what I saw, saw and I heard. I didn't want to see it or hear it. It just, it just was. I don't know. Where, when it was over, what, where were you? On her bed. What was the feeling you so had you weren't when you woke sli- up? Were you, but did you sleep or were you just sitting there? No, like, I was in a coma. Okay. I was out. Yeah. I was exhausted. What was the uh, feeling you had when you got up? I couldn't believe what just happened. Like, disbelief, like. Wow. I wasn't, I wasn't traumatized. I wasn't sad. I was just like. Whoa. Holy shit. He just, he just, he just came to me. Holy shit. He just came to me. So. It was, uh, yeah, it was nuts so. But I've never had that ever again or anything like that. I think with the vividness and, I mean, I'm, I, <clears throat> I, like I said, there's, um, there's a sort of mysticism 
you know, whether you're religious or faithful or whatever, but people who stay open after they lose someone will have incredible stories. Whether it's like the Cardinal or you, you have a dream and someone visits you or... Did I tell you about the Cardinal? Why did you just say Cardinal? I'm just curious. Because you talked about that. Oh, I did. I did. Yeah, That's yeah, why I asked yeah. him. Like, did I tell you about yeah, that? Yeah. Yeah. The other one was, which the thing still does it. It's actually worse this year. Wow. And I don't... I got to say, I honestly don't believe it anymore. Not that I don't believe it. I'm like, I think he's just a dumb territorial bird. But <laughs> when <laughs> he's like, well, it's you? How many times are I going to tell you to get out of here? And he, But here's the weird thing about the bird. <clears throat> At my... Um, so after my dad died, um, and then my sister died right after it, he, I, w- I, was, I was trying to like pray or whatever you tell I'm like if you're I miss you so bad if your existence is there just you know anything just mm-hmm. anything and while I'm doing that I hear <laughs> alright well don't fucking freak me out I mean you have to knock on the door <laughs> but I, I I was like who the who the fuck is tapping on the window and it's a cardinal that flies into the window every day <laughs> and he start he, he starts on my where my dad lived on that side of the house at like six six in the morning <laughs> and, and it and, and and then he works then he goes to the laundry room then he goes to the dining room and then the living room and then I'll it's look at it's kind of perfect for your dad it's a little weird right and then I'll look at him and then um, but now it's at the point where Dee's like I, I know it may be your father I'm gonna fucking kill him now <laughs> I'm going to kill him again because it's like and, I've had enough of him. And we've come full circle. Yeah. <laughs> and I said, no, I'll kill him and I'll put him in the incinerator so I can be with my mother. <laughs> Bring on the hippo. <laughs> wow, we did come full circle. That was great. <laughs> well, that was fun. Yeah. Yeah. What That's about you? Good. No, my, I don't think mine's good. Let's save it for but, next time. Yeah, so the, it thing gets is, it, the thing that's funny yeah. is that mine is about Space. the same age as Jim's. You're five or six. Of the and it has to do with my father dying. Oh. Mm-hmm. Well, you know what? I'm learning as time goes on, Mike has father issues. Oh. Mother, Absolutely. He has hardcore major daddy issues. How? What do you, how do you notice? You see how you see how defensive he's getting. <laughs> uh, yeah, right. That wasn't even that wasn't even like how he would. No, 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 I'm saying what are you basically? That was a foul say? ball. It was foul. I win. Best dinner. <laughs> I'm letting it out there. Bring in the stuffed animals that look like hippos and. <laughs> if what happens if we're on tour and there's like a guy? If you're Alex's, a big hip brown hair girl, tell me a joke. <laughs> if Alex is security and. <laughs> Alex is security and someone comes up and has like a clothes pin on them. <laughs> is he going to freak out and not stop them? We're going to see I'll where. just lie in the fetal position. <laughs> <laughs> but you're cured now. Uh, yeah, now I'm cured. Alex Absolutely. is cured. Yeah, sure. Well, 
With that, I think we've said enough. This was a lot of fun. Oh, oh this, man. This good. Until we meet again, have a good one. See ya. See ya. Hope you had a good, good time. Da -da. Hope you'll have a good, good morning. Mm -hmm. Hope we get to see you again. Now the most retarded argument ever. Warning, the word retarded in this circumstance means no offense to anyone that is mentally disabled. In this circumstance, retarded means just, just, you're retarded. Please don't be offended. Now back to the most retarded argument ever. I want to vent about the people that go into the self-check line at the grocery store <laughs> and have too much stuff. Because I could go on about that forever. I hate it. Clearly you do, Michael. <laughs> yeah. And not, or someone going to the self-check line when they have coupons. Oh, trust me. I know. You're doing that because you want to save time. You don't want to, like, but you go there with 50 items. But save, and a time, from, save time for what? Well, just because you kind of like, I don't want to the... sit there and wait for everybody. But so you're going to do it yourself. But it's not the express check line. It, it is. It's the self. It's the self, self check. Right. The it whole is. goal is to get people completely out of checking you out. Mm -hmm. So. Well, the goal is you make an enormous line over this thing but, at this self check line. But you know, are you the self check guy? Absolutely. <laughs> oh. I, absolutely. Because oh. why? Why else would you have a coupon other than to save money? No, no. So you go to the person. No. I want to not go to a person. Ugh. Like, what you want to do, what you want to do is go to the express. No, no, no. No, no. That's where you belong. You belong in the express. No, I go to the express one sometimes. I go to sometimes. Why not every time? Because there's no qualifying factor for the express. For the self-check. men. There, there isn't. Speaking There isn't, but it's just, it's kind of like you go there and you have one thing. And you belong in the express. They don't know each other. guys get together and they scratch their balls. You're making everyone else responsible for your issues. Right. No, 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 these no. grown men. So when I go there, and play I go, heavy metal. I'm watching. I'm standing in line. There's four album. of these. We just finished and four making a record. With 800 so items. Joe just talked yes, about they, what the Sergeant Pepper go, is of hard rock and metal. And now these jackasses are in a full blown debate on how you're supposed to go to a self check. You hear this, right? And I'm not making this up. They're really going out. And I guarantee you. Why this will come real close to ever. getting to blows. Why not just stand Someone's going to get up in the line. and start like, pointing the finger because it's going to be teaching because not everybody argues is over like anything, yeah, and he will I never say he's wrong. And he's going to compete till he wins. Same for Joe. These two retards grew up together, so this has been going on since they're eight years old. And so has the other dummy. If I have thirty items, I should have. Alex is into it, and he's going to end up choking one. He's too out. To, but it's not expressed. And then he's going to say, self-check. Right, right. I have the right to self-check. Do you hear 
Right. 30 oh, items right. with oh, my coupons. Right. Right. Exactly. He's talking That's about like, he's yeah. voting exactly. for the president. It's not designed for Well, it's designed, it's designed so the supermarket can save money not hiring normal people. And yeah, which is eventually all of them are going to be self-checkout. And I hate when you're in line, period, because it's like, you don't belong here. You belong in the express one. You never Talking see me about I go there so quick. Checking but you're out. slowing me down. No, I'm in a not. grocery yes, store. You are. For how long? I because hate when I you see you on the street. For how long? Does that annoying. matter? What does that matter? How am I slowing you down? Because you shouldn't be in that line. Why? You should be in the express one. <laughs> no, I there is a because line. I can't go you. into the express what one. What do men with my talk about? But you have a lot balls, of other, you can go into chicks. all the other ones. You could go into the Seeing express one, which no videos. one will be in no, front or behind you. They're talking about the express line. There's, there's a lot of times there's eight and where you should be. Line. Yeah, but that yeah, but goes that, quicker than my thirty. No, it's sometimes the same. <laughs> if you have three people in front of you, this uh-huh. is a debate. Items, Some yeah. people debate. That's going to go quicker. Is, you know how Israel and Palestine, 30. but not if they don't have an express line open. The Palestinians in Israel have been debating for centuries. They don't always have an express line open. This has they potential always have those things open. to debate for centuries. But the reason why they're no, there... No, they always have This is how deep and embedded they are. That's not true. That's not true. Then you should complain. They don't always have an express line open. Then you should complain. Normally, and this is why no Amazon is a billion-dollar company, because these retards don't want to wait no online. For there to be one. No, it's because it's at an hour where there's not... They don't, have, they don't have to hire a ton of people. And is there ever a line when there's not an express line? Yes, at the self-check thing all the time. Well, because they're forcing everyone to go into that self-check line. But you can't say that you hate the people that... So it's not the person that is using the line that you're mad at. A lot of times you're mad. You're mad. You're mad. You're deflecting. You're deflecting your hate of the... You should be mad at the manager who is not opening the appropriate lanes. No, I shouldn't. Yes, you should. I can be mad at who. Absolutely. I want to be mad. I know. No, but you, so I can go to whatever thing. line I want to. But go I'm not on talking to. about you. Do you do that? You that guy too? I'm that guy. Absolutely. Oh God. There's wait only. A minute. So here's I, the funny I, thing. I, okay, okay, wait a minute. For there's starters. not. There's not that many for of starters. them. There's not that many of them. Okay. For <laughs> starters, if yeah. I open up your refrigerator now, how many things are in there? Five. Five. Right. That so that, that means you've never probably gotten. Thirty to forty items and gone on to the uh, any any lane. No, is that correct? A, no, that's not true. Okay, so you've done that. Yeah, of course. So of course when you I do have, that, okay, so when you have forty items, I do you the, think there's a Mike Tissue behind you going, "This fucking asshole with his forty items"? No, I go to the. I don't go to those. Exp- I go to the line Wait, where. I, need to I don't go to the express or the other one. Wait a minute, hold on. I heard a Joe's kind of right. Please come over please here, Amy. Please record that. Please record come over here, Amy. Come over here, Amy. Deanna, come here. Come here, Deanna. Come here. Come here. Wait, wait, wait. You're, 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 you're not even. You're, you're not listening because she's I gonna am. say I never have. I've never gotten forty items Maybe, at a grocery store. Very rarely. So, but I have. That's the point. Okay, and my point is saying I oh, always go to the main line. But the main line is also. The self serve line. That is bing, the main bing, line. Bing, I don't go to Round three of the heavyweight get, championship of debate like, of the world. Today the, the we are debating in this corner Mike Chichi, who is holding his ground and he is one of the right. top debaters the of all time in all in New Jersey. And in this corner representing Queens, New York, Joe Vigliotti, along with Alex. 
only ones that you are supposed to go fighter. to are the express We've got a, an amazing fight here. You know they got some great points, Bob. So those are the We're only ones about, that have designations uh, designations. And how many items? And we're getting louder and louder as the debate goes on. Once again, if you just joined us, we have a serious situation live. It is the debate over a grocery line. Five old ladies taking yes, up all the things a that and they're there line. taking up these three grown men for violently about speaking twenty minutes in a loud demeanor. When they're they're going to be there that long anyways. Debating and this all comes to down to childhood. Where someone could do somebody it didn't oh, okay. win a game. Is an empty person. Somebody didn't win. They just decided to games, go over the one where they could do which it. Which is themselves. why. Okay. Three so, men. Maybe they have a social anxiety where they don't want to. Maybe they and that's they have every right to. Right, exactly. What? <laughs> well, we're just, I, I'm sitting here saying is if you have 40 items and you go into not the express uh, lane but uh-huh. the self-service lane, right. is there a Mike Tishy behind you going, this asshole with these 40 items? I don't do, I don't go to that. By the way, then this is which, not which ones a routine. Do you go to? I go to the main one if I, I don't have even know So do you feel like the self-check should only be express? I want to continue to listen. Sort of, yeah. Because now I have entertainment yeah. when I go fair? on the road. Why is that fair? When I go on the road and I want these well, guys to bring some for? energy, I'm just going to say, so what's the ethics on express person? lane in a grocery store? See, to me, the self-check lane is and let's get on stage. they take their very <laughs> slow and long, and I think I can do it a lot quicker than they do. That's why I do so it. Maybe, if so I have, maybe wait, you should But if I have 40 items, but if I have 40 items, I'm allowed to feel that same way, too. Right, but you're going to be that long no matter what. But... It's all relative. Forty items, ten, ten items, a uh, hundred items. Mm-hmm. It's still I, I feel so I can do it faster than someone who that I have this yeah. recorded. As, it, yeah. Who could do it as a people self, which, would not believe. First off, is bullshit because they're professionals. Grown men, but scanning they're, they're things, slow, but are trying they take to be long, intellectual and, they talk to and all that. They're but what if you have deep. produce? How are you supposed they're to? They're going back like, into they're good like at that stuff. years so ago and. And theology. You don't have to scan for the numbers of a canned food item. That's the time when I do go to them. When I have things and like that, I'll go to them because they're quicker. So maybe we're on so the have same we, page. So have we resolved the lines of where are we at with the debate? Where are we at with the grocery line debate? Are you telling me this whole time you haven't been listening? <laughs> <laughs> What's there? You know, all I heard was... Wah, 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 I just wah, look wah. at the slow people working at the grocery store and they take really long to do my food. And yes. I go... In, in, in. I don't sit there and go, coupon, coupon. I know I'm going to be quick doing it myself. Yes. If I go to them, it doesn't matter. I might as well have coupons because they take that long. We are right in the middle of one of the most retarded arguments in human history. This started off with a grocery line bicker. And now we're in a retarded argument. Can you guess the song from the haiku? Leave it to the Japanese. They feel that the most beautiful thing you could do is make a sentence five, then make a sentence seven, then make a sentence five. And in all honesty, when you do that with anything, it kind of works. Like, so what we do I have was, no clue what you're talking about. What does that like mean? five uh, syllables. Uh, well, okay. Yeah. Okay, so it's syllables. Yeah, yeah, not words. I like meatballs is four syllables. Yeah, right. right. So that's four I symbols. I like spicy right. 
No. I like hot spicy meatballs. meatballs. Six. That's six. six. Yeah, that's not it. So I got I it. Like six syllables. Yeah, but, but you, you have, have to five, make it five, seven, five, seven, and five. And of course, like, why do you have to make it? That's how because they, they feel that that's the ultimate. Like, that's the ultimate. If you could find a way to put to express yourself the with five about syllables, hold on, then seven <laughs> syllables. Yeah. And then five is it's almost like this holy trinity of words. So that if you could express yourself in that five syllables, seven, and then five, you right. have this poem. No matter what, okay. whether it rhymes, whether it doesn't, okay, they feel like you have this beautiful, okay, thing. Okay, so I got it now. So today. on the show today, I talked to Todd La Torre. He was a great guest. Bong ding, bong ding, bong ding, bong ding, dong, bong dong, 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 dong. Okay. So I mean, but you could, you could, you could even see, even in just coming up with that ridiculous haiku. Okay. It actually kind of sounds pretty cool. Yeah. Like no matter what you do, it's. You have a pen. I want to make sure I don't. I keep writing his name Now I got to be honest with you. When I watch, I watch his videos. He's pretty intense rock. He looks very rock. He looks like a yep. very... Have you seen what he looked like? Mm. Yeah. <laughs> it's really funny. I think he's not going to have a clue, but it's totally worth doing it. So my question to you is, all right, you went to Condition Human album that Todd wrote a lot. So the original lyrics is, as the wise man waits, quick to medicate the youth and the shadows cry. You but, basically... No, we we, out of we order. took... Yeah, we took the whole... Song and then Song. just took and and made out of it took sections that we can make haikus out of. Okay, so the the premise of the game is we're gonna tell you the Chinese, uh, Chinese, the Japanese. Japanese, the all. Oh, never mind the bong ding bong ding. Bong. That's Chinese. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, <laughs> yeah, same thing. We just want this. Such a tooth. Palmer says, desensitize, and yesterday fades. Boom. <laughs> right, what's, and we ask him what song it is. What song? I love it. I, me personally. Love it. Like, um, I, I like the Queensryche lyrics. Like, oh, no, the lyrics are fantastic, yeah, and I got to say. I think they're really cool. And to me, it's almost like a, like a movie. Uh, yes. There's a lot of, like, in-depth lyrics to everything. Right. And so we basically took like the lines that we could okay. and made haikus out of them. This and is... I just want to know if he would Joe. know which song they Joe, are, this is so. brilliant. I love it. <laughs> it's more Amy's idea for starters. I, dude, <laughs> I, I love this and this has to be part of the TV show. Oh, awesome. <laughs> but it, 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 I guess it only works with bands like, you know what else it would work with? Like a band like Rush. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. totally. Yeah. I yeah, think. Yeah, yeah. Um, so we should find ba- what bands out there. With like smart lyrics. Like a, well, I, I really think, smart. I think Perfect Circle um, is another band that's like this too. And they're obviously smart because they have the name Perfect Circle. So. I don't know Perfect Circle is. Interview. They want to talk tonight. to you. Wait, they're uh, the guys that want to talk guys, to me. What the drummer wants to talk. The new drummer wants to talk to you. He's a Mets fan. Yes. Well, I think they have something to do with like the guys from Tool, something like that. It yeah. might be the sing from what? The Perfect Circle, I think. The has singers something. from Tool. That's yeah. who we're talking to on the show. No, no, no. no. The, the, drummer. the drummer. The new drummer. I saw Tool. I didn't like that. Maynard was staring at the wall all night. That really bothered me. It bothered me. 
Oh, but really? Brunlar went to go, and he th he he thinks they're the next coming. Yeah. And he's like, they're making a new album for like the last eight years. And exactly. Said, next year they're making a new album, but he's still waiting for that new album. All right, here we go. Hello. Jim Brewer. Who's this? This is Todd Latore from Queensryche. What's happening? We are you in Clearwater? I'm in St. Petersburg. Is that where you live? Yeah, St. Petersburg, Florida. Oh, that's my old stomping ground. I, I, uh, Clearwater, Florida is kind of where I started doing stand up back in. Um, I lived down in Palm Harbor. Uh, okay, yeah. A little wow. north of there. And then, you know, stomping ground. My last record. Well, my last. Listen to me. My last record. My only record. <laughs> <laughs> I, we recorded right in uh, Clearwater. There's a great studio I, there. I used to go to. Uh, Coconuts. Get out of here. And uh, Howard Johnson's in St. Pete. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's exactly where my open mic nights were. I would, I would. Dude, that's awesome. I would start off in Clearwater. There's a place called Ron Bennington's Comedy Club, right? And okay, it was Sunday night, eight o'clock. Coconuts would be nine nine thirty. So I'd finish my set. At in Clearwater, and then zip on down to St. Petersburg, and I had one of those. I mean, I I literally had the rock van with the the. I t I didn't have speakers, so I pulled out back then the stereo speakers. Remember, we still had that Tyler. We yeah. used to on yep. the spare, and I would yep. stick them in a car, and I'd zip <laughs> on down. I stick like eight guys in a van, and yeah, we did the coconuts down there in St. Pete Beach, and then um, totally. Coconuts had about, and then, and then there's a place called Side Splitters. Yes, that I used to go to. I love that place in Tampa. Wait, so now how old are you? Uh, you're 42 younger than me. This month. Okay, so you're 42. I wonder. Wow, that's so. Wouldn't it be bizarre if you actually? Tom, Tom Gribben. Tom Gribben owns Coconuts. I don't know if he owned it back then. I think he did, but this guy Bob Shoemaker was more the guy that kind of ran things where Tom was the, the head cheese. You never saw him, though. Right. You never really saw right. him. Right, yeah. And then Side Splitters, um, yeah, the Tampa. Now, even you, they also yep. competed at this place called the Comedy Corner, which went out of business. But Side Splitters is still there, I think. Bob? Bob is the guy? Bob or something like okay. that. Okay. Something like I haven't gone. I haven't been to a, a good comedy show in quite a while, and I, I miss doing that. Cause I'm never home, and then when I am home, um, I'm a I'm a hermit. I don't really like are to you, go out much. So. Are you home in March? Are you guys touring or? Yeah, I have. We have two. We have uh, two fly dates. I leave on the ninth. I'm home the twelfth, and then we have a show the twentieth in Seattle. Well, um, the twelfth, I'm playing Clearwater. And I, I, you should come down the Capitol Theater. I'm playing the Capitol Theater. Uh, I, March I know 12th. where that is. Yeah, right in downtown. I would right. love to come. That would be fucking awesome. Yes, it would be awesome. That'd be very, very cool. Um, God, that's yeah. such a great. I've been place. a huge fan of yours, dude, for a long time. Wow, thank and, you. Uh, I mean, back from the you know, the stand up stuff and the SNL stuff. Yeah, and, and uh, it was so funny because. Uh, <laughs> I've never heard a better impression of Brian Johnson for ACDC. <laughs> Have you ever I met mean, him? When you do that, keep rolling and rolling. You got that so fucking down. <laughs> oh, it's so good, dude. You had me just, God, I was just dying. How you, got, you got the moves just 
it's uh, it's so perfect. You know, there's a lot of guys that are musical, right? And and they'll incorporate to to kind of showcase their talent with music in their comedy act, right? But, right. You know, I I can tell that you're a, you are a true fan of you know probably rock and metal. Oh god! And yeah. and then I saw that you're doing you know stuff with like Metal Mike and yes. and it's like. That's really cool, man. I didn't know that you were a big metalhead. No, I I grew up a diehard. Um, it was Priest, Maiden, Ozzy, Black Sabbath, yeah. Metallica, Old Crew, sure. Old Van Halen. Um, yeah, except That's me too. Um, Queensrÿche, you know all that stuff, yeah. and yeah. and it just that. Matter of fact, there were times where that that's what. I would have to play Miami, right? I'm doing my open mic days, and I'd go, okay, so master, I'm going to use master, but and I'd have to drive to Clearwater throughout the night. So it was like a five and a half, six hour night, and the show ends at one in the morning. I'm like, okay, I'm going to get my Screaming for Vengeance and my Master yeah. of Puppets, and let's see, maybe I'll get uh, Motley Crue Shout the Devil, and I should be home. I should be home. And I literally would just give myself a concert, go through the whole thing, and, and it was that. It was all those albums and all that music that got me from one place to another. My parents yep. my parents go, oh, my God, you got to drive to Tennessee tonight. It's nine hours. I was like, ma, I'm all right. I got my Megadeth piece. I'm good. I'm good. I got nine yep. concerts lined up. <laughs> I will make it, That's no awesome. problem whatsoever. Um, so yeah, so, uh, yeah, so, yeah. So I'm excited, and thank you for having me on your podcast. By the way, it's so no. cool. When when our my manager our manager said, "Hey, there's a, a podcast, with Jim Brewer," and I looked at the name and I go, "The comedian Jim Brewer," <laughs> and he's like, "Yeah," I go, "Fucking awesome," <laughs> because because I I turned down a lot of interviews. I'm, it's like, eh, I don't want to do that. Or, right. You know, right. on tour especially, because I try not to talk. I got the gift of gab, you know? And yeah, yeah. I try not to talk a lot on tour. And and so Michael, he's done a, a lot of them on the road. And so he said, hey, can you do Monday? And when and then when I saw the spelling of your name, I'm like, okay, that's that's unique. It's not with a W. I said, I, I wonder if that's like the Jim Brewer. And, and I replied instantly. I go, Jim Brewer, the comedian with a question mark? And he goes, yeah. I go, fuck yeah. You just tell me when he wants it, and I'll make myself available. So awesome, super cool. Awesome, awesome. And you know, I I started this podcast. I really, I originally wanted to do a show. I pitched a show, um, and years ago, I was offered that metal show with Eddie Trunk and whatever. Wow. Yes, it was me and Eddie, and um, for whatever reasons. I, I wanted more of the funny. I wanted more of the the funny side, mm-hmm. and I, yeah. I, you know, I knew rockers, and I didn't want to bore them. I'm not saying that was boring, but I'm just saying I wanted to bring more of funny, and so you don't have to right. think much, and we're not going to talk about like, hey, uh, you know, I, I, I know the questions you get five thousand times, and it's just. All right, we're gonna we're gonna ask you again. We can answer this uh, all day long. Read read an article. Right. We can figure it out. Why are you gonna make these guys work? So, what I'm right. doing? What I'm doing? I'm gonna make your life easy. As a matter of fact, this is gonna be. Yeah, we'll have fun. This this is gonna be so far left field for you. I got a game for you. I got a game for you. Okay. Now now my bassist of my band. He's 
he literally studied theology and he comes up to me it's not theology oh Todd. excuse me this is joe by the way it's this it was a, it's just music yeah i was gonna say oh god yeah, yeah. <laughs> no what is it joe then? It, what it's, is? it's it's history the occult history. Okay. art uh okay. you know art history um if I can, um, yeah, go ahead. Like, like, we're like real, real quick. He's Todd, a big is, fan, by the way. Right, real yeah. question: Do you write okay. the, the newer? Uh, we see that your name is on. Uh, Joe loves the lyrics, loves the Queensrÿche lyrics. You know, condition human and the stuff that you've been on. Absolutely loves the lyrics. He's and and which is also uh, rare. Like I, I don't necessarily no, like lyrics. It has to. Impress me in all yes. honesty to actually. As a matter of fact, we've this is our ninth episode, and I have to honestly say, first of all, Joe never is here during the day. It's an hour and a half ride for him, and second of all, <laughs> I've never seen him so prepared <laughs> for an interview to the point where he's like, "No, no, no, I got something for him today." So it actually, it came from Joe, and I'm pretty, I'm pretty taken back and blown away of what he has. It's pretty funny. Cool. Well, for starters, Todd, no one here knows what a haiku is. Do you know what a haiku is? You could be honest, Joe. God damn. I, 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 I think you're going back to like middle school. I yeah. think a, a haiku is a it's a type of poetry that I think that there's different um, uh, form. Of, I don't know if yeah. format's the right word, where you would do one line. I don't think that, I think they can do, it's so many lines, and I don't think that they have to rhyme, but I think that exactly. other ones could rhyme. Yes. I, I, it's been a long time. Well, I just, I just wanted a, you to know. It's a style of writing of poetry. Yeah, well, already, you're way ahead of just about everybody in the room, so that's already awesome. It's five syllables, seven syllables, five syllables, to break it down into, like, the basic. There you go, that's right. And uh, yeah. To, to me, to me, uh, like a great movie, like anything by Kubrick, anything by Wes Anderson, anything by the Coen Brothers. When you pause it anywhere in the film, it's always this amazing picture, no matter where you are. And I kind of felt like the lyrics, especially uh, a con- "Unconditioned Human," are really good. So, what my wife and I did, thank you. Yeah, what my wife and I did was we we took a bunch of your lines and wrote haikus. From a couple of wow. the songs, <laughs> and we just want to know if you can tell which ones they are. Okay, if, if you want to play, so yeah, yeah, no, he'll play. Yeah. He's gonna love this. He's gonna yeah. love so, it. So, so I'm supposed to. What am I supposed to match the song with the? It, yes. exactly. Correct. Correct. Exactly. You you match yeah, the okay, song. Well, just, and, yeah, let's hear it. And he, here's what we're gonna do. I'm because it's Japanese, which I didn't before it went. I was doing Chinese, but clearly it's Japanese. So. I will give you the haiku. Now, it's not a particular line. I thought it was a lyric. You you took basically the whole song, right, right Joe? Right. You yeah. took the whole song of, of certain songs. So we got four songs, and he pretty okay. much summed it up in a haiku. And okay. you, you see if you can match your song that you wrote, and it's all it's all off a of conditioned human, right? All off a of conditioned human. All right, it's four songs off a of conditioned. Okay, human. so real quick, are you using the lines, or this is going to be a syllable rhythmic pattern that will link it to the song? We combined words. We don't combine words. We do combined lines into haikus. Okay. So me personally, okay. I took uh, like the syllables that had five, the syllables Whoa. that have seven, the syllables that had five, and tried to come up with. Yeah, a let's do it. Right, Syllable, very good. Here we go. 
First haiku. <laughs> First haiku for la tadlatore. Okay. Um, searching for the truth promises desensitize, and yesterday fades. Oh. oh. Um. I say one more time. One more time for you. Tadlatore. I got it. I already know it. He's already got it. Let's see what he's got. What do you got? It's it's the that's the chorus to uh, the the title track in Human. He's right. Oh, wow. it's, it's a bridge. It's like a bridge part. This it's is right before the chorus. Dude, yeah, Tadlatore yeah. belting it out. Yeah. The first one. Yeah, as the wise man waits, quick to medicate the youth and the shadows cry. That's beautiful. All yeah. right. Oh, I know. Expect that Tarlatoy be so good with the haiku. Ah, thank you. Thank you. Thank ah, <laughs> much welcome to you, sir. I just did it. <laughs> yeah, there you go. That's five. Yeah. That's five oh, syllables. So now you have to do seven and then another five. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I trust okay, Todd. So that's one. Yep, that's one. Here we go. You nailed the first one. I got another one for you. All right. Okay. Talk All Japanese. Right. <laughs> you must You must talk like this Crazy Or else it's no haiku I don't want to hear your dumb Queen's accent Okay The crock on the wall The violence now the silence I got it A crime of passion Yeah that's the aftermath That's right That's right He's got it. The crock the cock, the cock on the wall, the violence now silence, a crime of passion. But see, as you could take these haikus, and they're actually awesome haikus, but it's really all, you know, getting these from the... The verses and the choruses right. from Queen's. So it's the clock face of truth. Blood-stained smiles hide what remains. That's another one from that song that Amy wrote. Uh, so was that Yeah, one? that's pretty cool. That, I like how you, yeah, I can see how you, it's the variation of, you know, it's not verbatim. You're, you're taking pieces from it and creating your own thing. It's right. Like, it's nice. It's pretty sick, dude. When we film the television show, we have to kind of redo this. This is a great segment on the show. Yeah, we're gonna have to. It would... Let me also explain it. To you. I realize okay. it might be confusing. We took four songs. All right, so... Yeah, Todd. This is for Jim, not for you. <laughs> we took. Go ahead. We took four songs. What and, four songs? Um, Amy wrote hers, which is this column. Oh, I see. And I wrote mine, which is this column. Oh, I see. I see. <laughs> But so it's two different interpretations, and that's the answer to each. Okay. You know what? You confuse me. Gotcha. Yeah. Confucius say you confuse me. <laughs> Confucius is confused. And you... Dude, I was just going to say Confucius say. <laughs> Confucius say you make no sense. I you do Confucius... rest of program. I think you talk to Tom. Whack on, whack off. Ah, whack off, whack that's on. Japanese. Cock <laughs> on the wall. <laughs> cock on the wall. Say. Hey, rock and roll crazy nights. Whack and roll crazy nights. <laughs> the clock. The clock on the wall. Whack no, more. yeah, clock. <laughs> the clock on the wall. <laughs> we love queen whack. We love crapping. No, we... it's, it's, it's queen queen's like. 
Right. Like, the clean whack. Clean whack. All right, go ahead. Do the next one. Clean whack. Oh, okay. Um, but do it in the voice. Do it in the voice. I, I find, too, if you uh, stick your top teeth out, it's easier to do a Japanese voice. Oh, okay, go ahead. <laughs> Swave? So out of respect for your artistic uh, creation, I won't... I won't interject if I know it off the, the second word. I'll, I'll let you read the whole thing. Uh, that, that is okay. very nice of you, and you don't – I don't deserve that much respect, so you don't have to do that either if you don't want. <laughs> Thank you, though. All right, go okay. ahead, Joe. Uh, swave to the system. <laughs> oh. Are we better off – I know off? it, but go ahead. Are oh. we better off today? Are we? The oh. currency man. Oh, currency man. Oh. <laughs> Slave to the system. Are we better off today? Oh, the currency man. That, that's from a song, Selfish, Selfish Lies. Uh, he knows it. Wow. He knows it. He knows it. You know, you. I wrote that shit. Of course, I know it. Exactly. <laughs> I know. <laughs> let me let me tell you something. You'd be shocked at how many people, like bands that will have, and will just like, try to know your own song, and they have they have no clue. They're, they're looking at each other like, uh, I'm not really sure what, what song that is. They have no, you really, and then, and then this is when you could tell, like, who really writes their stuff and who's really into it. You have awesome, brilliant writer, man. Brilliant writer. Okay, go ahead. Thank you very much. Continue with the great Todd LaTorre of Cleanwijk. <laughs> All of my Asian friends are going to disown me after hearing this. <laughs> we still got the Thai and Chinese, just Japanese might be okay. more upset. Where secrets inside, searching for that special it. break, oh. only finding Rick. Finding oh. what? That's bulletproof. It's only finding it, oh, but I writ? would I would think they would say right. I writ? thought it was wit. Oh, uh, only wit. finding it. <laughs> <laughs> Bravo! You got every single one. Yeah, you, you are master haiku, and we're very proud of you. Did I just do it right? You are master. It sounded haiku. good. Master no, haiku. Master. Oh, too much. Yeah. Too much. You master haiku. <laughs> you master haiku. That's five syllables. Yep. Mm-hmm. Todd LaTorre of Queen's Queen's right. <laughs> yeah. Yes! No, no, no. They have to end it. Now we have to get five more. more. Five. Gotta get five more. Oh, right, yes. five more. Was yeah. great at this game. Is <laughs> brilliant writer. Yeah. yeah! Let me tell you, my son, uh, I live down there in Sarasota, and uh, if you ever come down my way, make sure you give me a ring, Todd, and uh, we'll come down there and check you out there in, in uh, Sarasota or Clearwater whenever you'll be playing there, my son. And uh, Todd, if you're around March 12th, I'm playing uh, the Capitol Theater. I'd love to see you. Love to hang out. It's my last day of the tour in Florida, and... Um, I'll hit you up whenever, and you hit me up whenever. It was such a pleasure having you. Such a pleasure. I'm glad you uh, played yeah, a lot totally. of your goofiness. And um, all the best to Queensryche with Todd Latore and the Torn and all that jazz. You're brilliant, and I love you, man. Thanks for being a part of this. Thank you, man. And listen, anytime you want to come out to a show, I don't I mean, if you're on the oh. road or whatever, 
We're playing. Where do you live? We're in New Jersey. We're all in New Jersey. Uh, uh, we just played in New Jersey. The next time we come up, and you know, up in that area, I'll I'll, I'll give you a buzz and dude, come on out and you know, you. come hang with the guys and it'll be awesome. Well, trust me when I say I'll be taking you up on that. And I know that's not I haiku, promise. Joe. <laughs> that was not haiku. Way too much for a haiku, but I'm going to take you over that. Tyler Dory, thanks for hanging out, yeah, man. man. Go join the sun. Yeah, thanks so much. And uh, we'll cross paths and feel free to reach out anytime. I look forward to it. Take care, Todd. All the best to you. Okay. Later. You too. Thanks, guys. Bye. Okay. See ya. Sorry to interrupt this broadcast, but now to bring you perhaps the most retarded argument ever. We're talking about three things, though. We're talking about the express line, uh-huh. the yeah. regular line, yeah. and the self-check check line. Right, right, right. I know what we're right. talking about. Does I'm the self-check clearly line, aware of what we're talking does about. Does the self-check line? Uh-huh. Does the self-check line have yeah. a machine to accept coupons? It does. Yes. Then coupons, hence, are allowed. They, I'm not saying they're not at allowed. At the self-check line. I know you could also use. And a you check. hate me for using that. <laughs> yeah. Because it's there. No, because you're. <laughs> No, no, not not the coupon. It's Joe Vigliotti coming fine. up with a good okay, point. Here's so some good points. So Here's some validated points. Shop, right? it's it's how I also understand the teaching you. Teaching comes from the point of view like I just want to get in and out. I don't care if I'm losing money. I don't care if I'm saving money. Where Vigliotti brings in, you're hating me. It's borderline racist. You're racist towards people who have coupons, and that's not wrong. And that's part of what's feeding the disease. Of so, society. Okay, so let's say, and let's the dysfunction say, of Jim, it all. You have to listen to this one. Oh, uh, so oh let's I'm say, in. I'm listening. Got, so let's I say, you, excuse let's me, say I need have, to listen. This is like the Earth is flat. You're going to start doing to me now. Too. No, <laughs> I'm not saying the Earth is flat. Oh, I feel I like to? you're the one saying the Earth is flat. <laughs> let's say you have ten items uh-huh. and you're going to do them fast. Uh-huh. Is there a Mike Tishy behind you with two items going? This asshole has ten items. I let him go, and he can't do it fast enough. I let him go. Let's say there's five Mike Tishies behind you that have. Three items each. Oh, they're wait. Oh, they're all, they're all that's waiting. That's fifteen items. Yeah, now yeah. that's more than you. Yeah. Well, that means that there's five lines with five people in them. But that's what you're doing behind that person who has more items than you. What am I doing? You're sitting there <laughs> going, "This guy's a jerk because he's not doing it fast enough." But really, it's because he only has he has more items than you. No, he has like forty items. But that that <laughs> so is what's still the limit designed. For you? What's yeah. the limit? I would like, say. At what point? I would at, say at ten. At what point would you go from? But then why wouldn't you just go to the 10 items in the last express line? Because there could be 20 people in that line. That's ridiculous. Why? But some of those people could have two. Wait, why is that ridiculous? Because now you have the option, like, the supermarket is providing you a place. Why is it ridiculous that there's 20 people there? The supermarket is providing you a place where (laughs) you can go if you have 10 items or less. Right. It it shouldn't matter how many people are in that line. The people who have 10 items or less does. It does on my decision what line I'm going to go to. But they could go into any line. The people. But now you're choosing to go into a line that doesn't have the people who have more than ten items. How many items? It doesn't. And here comes Alex once again. He just joined forces with Bigliotti, and we're taking it to a new level. And here we go. You're not listening. Just when we thought the battle ended, round four of the championship waiting on line. That never happened. One of the greatest battles I've seen in my time. We were up to twenty minutes in this battle. Explain the scenario. And we may go to bed. 
battle. Mike Tichy I mean, literally that's, that's, that's has anger in his eyes. Vigliotti has determination to bury Tichy. And I mean, items I understand his fingers are up, his arms are crossed. A stacked uh, line. Tichy has a, a very open stance. His legs I'm are in a open view, no, very confident no in all his points. We've got quite a there's battle going things, on right here. And I just go, I want to self-check this one thing. There's one guy working. Alex is waiting in the background. He's still and waiting has a thing and, she's got a coupon. and she wants to write a check, too, for... Annoying. I agree. It's but annoying. She has every right to write a check. She has every right. Right, but it's annoying. So what do you do? You don't go into that line, right? But I don't know if she's writing a check until she goes to pay. How would I know that? I don't okay. ask her. Is it wrong for me to complain about the person going down the aisle with their big thing, taking up the entire aisle, going slow, going... And now you can't walk by them, and they have their big cart? Excuse me? Huh? I mean, excuse me? Of course I do. And they don't move? No, they move, probably. Good. Then problem solved. No, 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 but I, why, how are you, wait a minute, but I, I I don't walk around (laughs) like this, I go like this and I realize I'm leaving a path. Or oh other people to yes, walk. you're, you're, you're courteous, right? Like... You're courteous, which is important too. Trust me, I, I agree. I think, but I'm I think allowed that's to I'm allowed thing. to complain about someone not being courteous. You, uh, you are. Of course, you're allowed to complain about not being courteous. But Stop. one of my points. Wait, but one and of my points. Here we go, round four. Is, though, that have you ever Just had the battle continues? So what makes you think there isn't someone that's directly behind you saying the same thing? This asshole no, no, is no, in this you're lane, not, but you're not listening to me. You're not listening to me. I don't think you're listening to no, me. No, no, the but, cart isn't the problem. It's the cart and me blocking the place where you walk. And you don't think you've ever no, done that? No, I don't but do you're, that. You're, I, getting, I, you're getting upset at the action when there's a solution for the action. All you have to do no, is you're just trying. To, I can see you right now. You're just trying to argue no matter what you're, with no, what I'm saying. I think you, no, no, no. Mike is going at Alex right now, calling him out, saying you just want to be on the podcast. I think we argue and debate. Because you're not getting enough good points in. But now Alex, for the first time, is yelling. When all you have to do is say, excuse me, and go around. are in the Air. He's That's very what angry. So then what's the problem? I, that, my, they do that. My so the the part I just, of this. I have. I want to have a problem with it. Yes. Well, the part. What's uh, it, what? What? Why can't I complain about something stupid someone does? I. Uh, you can't. Couldn't agree right, more. So why do you? My, I know I, I can never, always do something different. Ever. I'm still allowed to complain about it. Reprimand my children about the again. Your mom says. <laughs> I thought right. my children. You could just were say bickers. this, but you still think it's stupid. We're going into twenty I, minutes. I think my of point bickering more about is being in it's a not bickering. Store. It's 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 debating. The, it's, yeah. Hey, look, the unexamined life is not worth living, Jim. Yeah, and the okay? earth is flat too. <laughs> and finally, peace prevails, and silence creeps in. That's the most retarded argument ever. to understand that I'm more than simply a hype man for this rap group. Just like Geico is more than just a company that can save you money. Geico also has fast and friendly claim service so they can help you when you need it most. And while I do love being a hype man, I also love reading for children's audiobooks. Like little Bo Peep, she lost the sheep and she don't know where to find them. Go! Geico. Expect great savings and a whole lot more.